the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Big happenings today at the G20 Economic Summit meeting in India. First, the group welcomed the African Union as a member of their annual summit. And in his remarks at the G20, President Biden said the U.S. will take part in the building of a multinational railway designed to connect India to the Middle East and eventually to Europe. I'm proud to announce that we've finalized a historic agreement for a new uh, India-Middle East-Europe economic corridor. As, uh, as a key part of this corridor, we're going to invest in ships and rail that extends the India, extends from India all the way to Europe, connected by the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, and Israel. Bridging ports across two continents. President Biden says the new railway will lead to a massive increase in global trade. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. You're in for a treat, the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up as we talk about local politics from a conservative viewpoint from local people. That's coming up next. For today, mostly sunny with a 30% chance of showers, 79 the expected high. Tonight, good chance of rain and 59, 70 with a chance of rain tomorrow. Pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, my name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, takes comments from everyone who wants to leave them. Uh, this is important. I'll explain to a moment here. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which has been in business for 21, going on 22 years now, is where I publish everything that I feel like publishing five days a week, mostly Minnesota politics, but also music. Uh, tiny, tiny bit of sports, usually ironic and cynical, and of course history as well. We we publish a little bit of everything there, and uh, we'd love to have you stop by. But I take comments. We uh, welcome dissenting comments. I, I think I've only permanently banned one commenter ever. It's a long story. You disagree with me? You get on. Uh, and we do the same thing here, by the way, on this broadcast here, which is heard on AM twelve A, the Patriot in the Metro area, the Twin Cities. FM 107.5 in the West Metro, and, and I used to say, like, from downtown out to Wyzetta, it might be a little smaller radius than that. Either way, if you're one of the lucky half a million people or so who lives in the broadcast radius of the 107.5, it's 107.5, isn't it? I'm blank. Okay, 107.5. Thank you. It's one of those things I've been saying it for so long. I'm just like, okay, it fell into my brain in a way that I don't necessarily well, – I got it right now. It's all good. 107.5. Uh, if, if you're in there – or, by the way, you can also listen to us via the Miracle, the live stream at am12a.thepatriot.com or listen to us on our live streaming app, which is am12a.thepatriot, the, the app, or some of the other live streaming apps like I think radio.com or odyssey.com or some of the others. 
you can listen to us and you can call in at 651-289-4488 or you can reach us on the hashtag NARN Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on the following apps, Twitter, Gab, MeWe, Getter. We, we don't do Parlor because, well, Parlor doesn't do Parlor anymore. It's, it's pining for the fjords. And we don't do Truth because nobody ever sent me an invite. And we don't do Mastodon because <laughs> nobody does Mastodon. It's, a, it's, a, it's not even liberals do Mastodon. It, it, leaving Twitter, by the way, is one of those things that, that is like moving to Canada. Every progressive said they were going to do it. None of them actually did it. Okay, where were we? Oh, yeah. It's important that I that I point out that we take phone calls, 651-289-4488 or at Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show at any of the apps I listed above because it makes us a bit of a rarity in the Twin Cities media. And that just got a little more rare today. By the way, if you disagree with me, producer G-Money has standing orders to let you on the air first. You jump the queue. We'll explain why that's important in a, in a moment here. Uh, the broadcast today, by the way, is going to be a busy one. It's always busy. I, I don't even know why I say that. It's not even news. But uh, we'll be talking with former State Representative Mindy Greiling, as well as Ken Winters and David Benson Stabler, uh, on a challenge to Minnesota's <laughs> half-baked <laughs> consent law. We'll talk about that. I'm going to be fitting in all sorts of weed puns in here and, and probably dad jokes, really. Uh, as the broadcast goes on here today. This is important because we've been talking for a couple of weeks now about some of the dumber, more comical aspects of how Minnesota's new cannabis law, about which the DFL was bragging uh, so so effusively over the past few weeks, is really kind of half a bowl short of a full buzz. Uh I mean, comical things like they forgot to regulate smoking weed in public. So you can be in a situation like I was, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, standing in a checkout line, feeling like I was parked in their hot box between Snoop Dogg and Dave Matthews in the checkout line at Harbor Freight. I, I, I felt like I may have caught a bit of a just a, a, of a hot box high standing here because they were both smelled like sophomore dorm at Carlton. I mean, it was, it, it, I, I don't like the smell of, of marijuana. The, the the Chiba smell does not grab me. I, and again, as I've said in the past, the next joint I smoke will be my first. Hence, I'm not going to. It's never been my thing. Marijuana makes you acutely sensitive. And acute sensitivity is probably as close to hell as you can get on this earth. So I don't do that. I don't do sensitivity. At any rate, where was it? We'll be talking with former State Representative Mindy Mindy Greiling, as well as Ken Winters and David Benson Stabler, uh, about a more serious uh, downside to Minnesota's new cannabis law and a challenge to it, which we'll be talking about here. Anyway. So I was talking about earlier, we do we do take calls. And in fact, I urge people who disagree with me to call because I let you on the air first. My producer has standing orders to to seek you out and put you on there. If there is a queue, if we have people lined up to get on the air, you will jump the queue. And there's a reason for that. I value dissent. And that makes this broadcast, myself as well as Brad and Jack and King Banyan, a rare commodity in this market, and e- even rarer still uh, after this past week. Uh, yesterday, uh, the Min Post, which we used to talk about a fair amount in this broadcast, and we, in fact, we even had a few of their people on this show 10, 12 years ago. The Min Post is essentially an unemployment program for former Star Tribune and NPR reporters and reporters from Twin Cities Alternative Weeklies like the City Pages, Twin Cities Reader, Cake and Flake and Rake and Buzz and Scuzz and Scum and all the different weekly tabloids that used to feature in the Twin Cities market before the Internet came along and, at least in this case, somewhat mercifully wiped out that entire market. I mean, you still see people trying to recapture that same vibe with with some of the, the online magazines that we talked about in recent weeks here. But 
MinPost is one of these. Progressive plutocrats with deep pockets are basically feeding the kitty to keep MinPost on the air, if you will, on the web as a news-gathering source. And if you look through their, their ranks of their reporters, they are overwhelmingly people who got laid off at the Star Tribune, the Pioneer Press, uh, local TV stations, uh, NPR. They're, it's basically a make-work program for people that, that can't get work in the, quote, straight, end quote, media. And they've always been, and by the way, I've, their comment section has always been, going back to when I actually engaged with them back in, I don't know, the late 2000s, uh, pretty much curated to be a liberal echo chamber. I mean, I can't count the number of times. I mean, I can count the times I tried to leave comments there on two hands and probably have a finger or two for change. And the comments that I posted there that actually got let through, I could count on one hand and probably have a finger or two with the change. Well, that's not good enough for a publication financed by liberals with deep pockets. A woman named Greta Call, that's K-A-U-L, who is the uh, Star Tribune reporter, uh, actually Star Tribune Ramsey County reporter, uh, passed on th- this tweet yesterday that actually came from uh, one of the staffers at the Min Post, uh, saying the Min Post is no longer publishing comments on stories. Here's why. And uh, this this post came from uh, someone at the uh, the Min Post. Uh, the factors that go into their decision to stop publishing uh, comments are the comment quality. Uh, and by the way, they've got editors and, quote, volunteer comment moderators have noticed the quality of comments deteriorating in recent years. I mean, it was never good. This is the place that, that censored my comments pretty profligately, but let Dr. Bill Gleason, my late stalker, Published with impunity. Uh, comment participation trends. Uh, last year, noticing that their their editors vote noticed that comments and found that uh, of nineteen thousand approved comments, fifty five percent of them were made by twenty people and seventy seven percent were made by fifty people. Which, by the way, is exactly how comments work everywhere. Everywhere, people get people get fired up about leaving comments. I, at my blog, shotinthedark.info, I'm going to suggest without much chance of 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 uh, being uh, of being wrong on this that that probably 10 people are responsible for half the comments in the last decade on my blog. That's the way it works. And, and then they complain about editorial capacity and priorities. Okay. Here's the deal. Over the last two years, Minnesota Public Radio has stopped participating in Twitter. Now, I understand that. I stopped participating in Twitter for a couple of years up before the pandemic because it was a wasteland of hate and stupidity. And it still is. But it's also a great place to see and be seen. And I am. I've got a decent sized footprint for a local talk show host. Uh, on the air for uh, two hours a week. But over the last, actually over the last six months, Minnesota Public Radio has stopped participating in Twitter. And by the way, that's a few years after, uh, I think four or five years after, a order went out from their editorial staff to their reporters to stop engaging with people who don't know the secret handshake. Now, I found this out by accident because I was engaging with a woman who used to run their, quote, fact check, end quote, column. And like most media fact check columns, it was a warm fuzzy for anybody on the left side of the aisle and uh, kind of absurdly pointillistic, if you will, for people on the right. By the way, it's a reporter I know, a a good reporter, uh, currently based with Minnesota Public Radio in Rochester. And but I I was engaging with this woman on, about something that she, quite frankly, botched, got wrong, approached from a political perspective that was at variance with the facts. In fact, it was a regular bit on my blog at shotinthedark.info for a while. And 
this editor at Minnesota Public Radio, someone with whom I go back, not necessarily civilly, but with whom I go back for over three decades, sent an email that he mistakenly copied me on saying, don't engage, which apparently is something they now do with everyone at Minnesota Public Radio. And this is just part of a trend that has been sweeping Twin Cities media for quite some time now. Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Should you care to join us? And by the way, if you disagree, I'm not going to pull you off. The uh, I'm not going to drop you. You get on first. Try that at Minnesota Public Radio or the Star Tribune or, or MinPost. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. For over a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. It's also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. A new bill in Congress would ensure this free, reliable service remains in cars. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio in vehicles for the next generation. Hey, get the AM 12A, the Patriot. I just put the cart ahead of the horse. AM 12A, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, you can get the info you need before you hit the field. We're talking about hunters here. Get yourself uh, in position to bag your quarry with the Hunter's Forecast. Thursday mornings, 7 and 11 a.m., 3 and 7 p.m., courtesy of Stock and Barrel, the shooting range of the Stars, uh, Minnesota's premier shooting range with two locations in Chanhassen and my personal favorite, Egan. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join us? I, I, I sincerely hope you do. We're talking about the MinPost. Are you Cutting out comments. Just the latest example. I'm just hurrying up to get to the post here. The best bumper music in the world. 
651-289-4488, the number to call. So, news this past week, the MinPost uh, stopped. And, and, of course, if you thought, what's the MinPost? I haven't read You probably haven't read it in a while. I haven't either. I used to read them for blog fodder because they had a few reporters that were pretty good at reliably producing howler content that made brilliant fisking material. Fisking, of course, a term from the golden age of blogging where you'd go through and take apart an article or a posting point by point by point and just show how ridiculous it was. Susan Perry was great for that. Anyway, I haven't read them in years. Their comment section was always a carefully curated liberal echo chamber, and apparently that wasn't enough for them because they, they've stopped the comment section on, uh, on, on the Min Post, and you might think, no, does it matter to you? Well, here's the story. As I pointed out before the break, over the last uh, couple of years, Minnesota Public Radio has stopped engaging on social media. The uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press has uh, stopped as well, and as it, uh, well, some of their reporters still may as in their private capacity, but they really don't do comments or social media anymore. And, and you might say, I, I haven't paid any more attention to the Pioneer Press than I have to the Min Post. That may be true. How about the Star Tribune? The flagship media outlet uh, of the Twin Cities, really, of the state of Minnesota. Well, even going back 20 years, their op-ed page or their opinion page editor, who for some time now has been a woman named Patricia Lopez, has freely admitted that they put their finger on the scales to make sure that uh, <laughs> you sometimes you read their letters to the editor section and you, you think they must like pick on purpose the dumbest conservative voices they can. And they've as much as admitted. I mean, Patricia Lopez is is an agenda mongering. I don't want to say hack, but she is a servant to the agenda. Uh, and by the way, uh, people say, well, they're run by a Republican. Glenn Taylor is not a conservative Republican. And let's not forget, I, I had someone say that to me this morning. Well, I mean, it's run by a conservative billionaire. No, it's run by a Republican billionaire. And even if it were run by the Koch brothers, editorial departments are quite proud of the fact that they are completely independent of the business side of things. That's been one of the traditions, ostensibly, of the American media, is you could be owned by a fire-breathing conservative and still run a completely liberal, left-of-center, neo-socialist newsroom, and there will be no repercussions course it doesn't go both ways but it's not just media organizations that are doing this we've been saying this for close to a year now really over a year because it was about state fair time last year it became very very clear that uh, governor waltz and the dfl were not going to do open public debates where anyone could see them i mean they they bagged out on the traditional state fair debate opting as they said to go where a broader cross-section of Minnesotans would see the, the debate, which led them to a, a station, a TV station in Rochester, doing a debate that was almost unpublicized nation uh, statewide. And Scott Jensen clobbered Waltz. I, you can say that Scott Jensen was not the strongest possible candidate, and I make no bones about the fact that I was on Team Michelle Benson throughout the race up until the convention. But it, 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 Waltz was wise to stay out of the public eye because he's a terrible debater. And he and all the DFL, really, I mean, they didn't really do a lot of debating. And if they had and done it in a place where the people of Minnesota could see exactly how lopsided things were, the idea of Jim Schultz going up against Keith Ellison, I mean, if that debate had gone public statewide, uh, Schultz would likely have won. It was close enough as it was. Uh, Ryan Wilson up against Julie Blaha. <laughs> oh, good God. It would have been a massacre. There's a reason that Tim Waltz, Peggy Flanagan, the state's co-governors, and the rest of them uh, either fled debates or uh, held them in the most minimal possible manner. In other words, on some effectively low-power TV station in Rochester uh, because they have nothing to gain by being seen in any but the most curated possible way by the public, which is why 
the DFL's entire communication strategy these days is nonstop one-way propaganda. You see Governor Waltz almost exclusively in the form of selfies on Twitter or, hey, someone else takes it, it's not a selfie. Okay, cheesecake shots with him and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, quote, Lieutenant, end quote, Governor Flanagan, eating things usually, or uh, gathering with carefully, uh, chuckling and laughing with carefully uh, assembled crowds in, in subtle, in photos that are not a whole lot more subtle than the things that Kim Jong-un shoots with school children in North Korea. I mean, the far left knows propaganda. But they don't do communications other than propaganda cheesecake and selfies. And if you watch TV, essentially, uh, carefully, uh, carefully selected reporters reading off of press releases. Last week, uh, Thursday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I guess, when school started around the state of Minnesota, of course, the DFL got its big propaganda win with free school lunches for all throughout the state of Minnesota, which means, by the way, that if you're a warehouse picker in Richfield, that you are now paying for school lunches for the children of computer programmers and bank managers in Eden Prairie. That's it's basically a transfer of wealth from the state's taxpayers to other state taxpayers carefully selected by the DFL. Now, no one was going hungry voluntarily or involuntarily, rather, before this law passed. There had been school feeding programs for 50 years. And people say, well, there's a stigma for being on those programs. Well, what that means is not that there weren't programs. It, what it means is your government employees were not trained in how not to be jerks about applying it. And it would have been a lot cheaper to train stupid state bureaucrats, employees of school districts, to not stigmatize kids who are on feeding programs than to create an entirely new program that, that basically recaps an existing part, which, of course, is not the point of the school lunch program. It's to give the Democrats, the DFL, a propaganda hammer to beat the state over the head with and transfer more money to a program that transfers taxpayer funds to the political class, both legally through the hundreds of people that the state hired to administer the program, all of whom are state public union employees, all of whom pay dues to state public employee unions, all of which contribute to the DFL. You see how it works, and by the way, and illegally as well, because this is money that is going through the same State Department of Education that uh, has half a billion dollars fleeced from it in recent years in the Feeding Our Future scandal. So make no mistake about it, folks. This is there entirely to transfer money to the DFL and to its propaganda efforts and to give it a PR coup. But they're not, the, the reports in the news about the, fee, the food program, about the, quote, free school lunch, end quote. I, I'm going to pick on Paul Bloom from Channel 9 since I wind up watching more Channel 9 than, than any of the other stations at this point. He sounded like he was reading off the press release. All of them did. I, I flipped over to the floor for a bit, too. And every single reporter on TV in the state of Minnesota that I saw sounded like they were reading the state's press release. Because they were. Now, now the report by Paul Bloom on Channel 9 did actually spend about five seconds talking about Republicans' objections to the bill, although... In five seconds, not in a whole lot of detail and not in a way that would actually give anyone any perspective on why the, this this measure is so deeply stupid, because that would take away from the DFL's PR angle on this, which is to uh, which is to to give the, the DFL a cudgel to beat uh, Republicans over the head with, hey, who could possibly oppose feeding children in schools? Why? Do you want hungry children? It's similar to what Walter Hudson was talking about last uh, Saturday 
about uh, people who oppose the D or, or want the uh, the special session to deal with the SRO stool research uh, school research officer situation uh, gives the DFL an opportunity to say, hey, what, what? do you want uh, police people choking students? Why? Why do you hate school children? When we come back, we'll be talking about some downsides of Minnesota's new legal cannabis law with Mindy Greiling, uh, Ken Winters, and David Benson Stabler. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Dennis Prager here. Join us in Israel this fall. Soon time will run out and then you'll regret you didn't go, I promise. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. That's the name of the tour. We'll be visiting amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk on the streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, float in the Dead Sea. In fact, you could even sit in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember deeply, fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of every site, and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Sign up today to travel with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Call 855-565-5519 or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start playing. Remember, it's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. We are AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, with the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program, you can save half-off or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, get half-off on Like It Matters, a great way to get a promotion, want to train up to the next level, CEO in your company. Save half-off leadership training, intensive care with Scott Black at Like It Matters. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, the gateway to all that is good in life, and, and then some. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join us, and I, and I hope you do. So when I first started this broadcast, uh, which is in its 20th year right now, there are three things you could have told me that would have had me start talks to have you committed to an asylum. Number one, the Chicago Cubs winning a World Series in my lifetime. It happened. Number two, the 8th Congressional District becoming hard red. It happened. Number three... Me in a studio 
with my next guest on the same side of an issue of any kind, and yet here we are. Uh, it's my pleasure to welcome uh, my uh, my guest on the first of several guests on the the topic on this show here, uh, former State Representative Mindy Greiling, uh, former representative going back a few years now from Roseville. Uh, representative Greiling, thanks for coming on the show here today. Thank you, Mitch. You never know who your allies might be, so I always say, don't ever burn bridges. I never, I never do. And one of the best interviews I ever had was improbably with R.T. Ryback, which you'd think would give me some leverage getting Jacob Fry or or Ilhan Omar on the broadcast, and yet it never works. Nonetheless, here we are, and uh, hopefully some of your compatriots will be joining us here as well. But honestly, we'll we'll make this work. So uh, we find ourselves on similar sides, at least, of an issue. Now, I have always been in favor of, uh, of decriminalizing marijuana. Uh, not necessarily uh, putting a joint in everyone's hand, not necessarily uh, smelling that smell as, as I stand in, in, in checkout lines all over the Twin Cities for this past month. But there, there are some other aspects to this issue. And I think it's fair to say that when the DFL jammed down the, the cannabis legalization law this last session, it was kind of a, of a if, I, if I may use the phrase, half-baked effort. And it's easy to, to wax funny about this, but not everything is. I mean, they left a lot of loose ends, like they didn't bar smoking in public like they do cigarettes or vape. I mean, that's, that's kind of a rookie flub kind of thing. But there are some, some other aspects to this. You have some, some background in the issue here that, that kind of flies in the face of some of the pro- propaganda. So tell us about your starting point on your, your criticism of the state's current marijuana legislation. Well, our family was godsmacked when our son got uh, schizophrenia, and he and we attribute the beginning parts of it to his marijuana use. Right. You know, my grandmother had schizophrenia, so we knew we had uh, that in the family, but no one told us ever that there was a connection to further along, you might getting schizophrenia if you used marijuana. I thought it was just like alcohol or something like that in my day. Yeah. So uh, now that this law has passed, we have to tell people because we were caught unawares. Our son um, said a lot of his friends used more marijuana than he did, yeah. but he got schizophrenia because he had it in his genes. And what scares me even more, Mitch, is that there's research to show you can get something just like schizophrenia, even if you don't have it in your genes, if you use a lot of THC or other drugs. That scares me. Yeah. Uh, cannabis comes with a massive organic public relations effort that goes along with it. I, I, if, you, if you read around, I mean, 10 years ago, if you read what was available online, the stuff that the kids are, were reading and still are reading, You'd think it was better for you than Cheerios. And, I mean, it has I – mean, and there are some effects. I mean, it has some pain management effects. Someone with glaucoma, there's some, there's some good reasons. But, but it's been in the last few years, as the legalization snowball has started rolling downhill, that some research, including from Harvard Medical School, has come out showing that it does have an effect on the adolescent brain. Uh, and – and the brain stays adolescent, by the way, long past the teenage years. I mean, the male brain stops growing or finishes growing sometime usually between age 20 and 30 someplace. And in that window, there, uh, the Harvard research showed that, that cannabis use can cause all sorts of problems with the developing brain and, and kind of steer the development wrong. And And it's been said that there's a link between that and the onset of Depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, personality disorders, the, the usual grab bag of, of psychological and psychiatric issues that we're seeing so many of uh, as marijuana continues to get legalized, Representative Growling. NAMI Minnesota um, argued that it shouldn't be legal until age 25. 25. And that was, you know, that's kind of the middle of what you were saying, 20 to 30 for the male brain. The average brain counting women is 25 to yeah. be developed. And that is a very long time past the age of 21, where it is now legal. Um, They backtracked uh, when they saw that it was passing, NAMI Minnesota did, and now there's a warning label on the packages that says may be dangerous to your health before age 25 or something to that uh, effect. 
But I don't think that's enough. I don't, you know, my granddaughter, I have a granddaughter who's in college. She's now faced with these same decisions. And I think we've gotten her pretty well aware that she doesn't want to be like her Uncle Jim, who has schizophrenia, started out with marijuana. But she said her friends, um, she's at a college, I don't think, where a lot of kids use drugs. But her friends from high school, they just were wantonly going ahead and using gummies and THC. And they just, you know, the young people think nothing will happen to them. Well, it's it's become so much more prevalent in culture lately. I mean, hip-hop culture is... Uh, it comes to us on a wafting wave of of ganja smoke here. It has for quite some time. And, I mean, it's become a celebrity thing. I mean, people, podcasters, Joe Rogan talks openly about torching up before he goes on. And, and of course, Joe Rogan's brain is all nice and developed but to some extent or another. But we'll come back to that because one of our other guests has joined us. Ken Winters uh, joins us here. Ken, uh, pleasure Hello. to meet you. Yeah, glad you could Thank make you. it. Absolutely. I want you to introduce yourself to the audience. Sure. Um, I'm a clinical psychologist, a longstanding researcher on the topic of cannabis and particularly young people and adolescents. Was at the University of Minnesota for 25 years and still researched the topic. So let's talk about the research. I, I, I've had certainly not as, as serious uh, of a, anywhere near as serious or as close an encounter as, as Representative Grayling has had. But I've known families with children, adolescents, particularly adolescent males, who started uh, torching up bright and early in life. And later on in adolescence and early adulthood, started to show some effects. Anxiety uh, uh, was a big one. Depression was a big one. And for all of the, the positive spin that, that marijuana gets in our society, the negatives are out there and available to, uh, available to be found. So tell us, uh, tell us your perspective as a researcher. Sure. Well, it is one of the problems. I think because it has gotten medicalized in, in our state as well as others. So the link between cannabis use and medicine is probably at the forefront of a lot of people's perceptions. Yeah. Its use as medicine is very limited. I'd make a case, even Minnesota, which tried to be relatively sane with its medical marijuana program, is still, I think, over-ascribing its use and value oh, yeah. beyond what the science would say. Getting a prescription for medical marijuana is trivial in this state. And it, the list of disorders and ailments and illnesses that you can get it for is not well supported by most of the literature. Habitual parking tickets, for crying out loud. It's one thing to not take... Really. Anecdotes from people to say, well, it helped me for a while, and then then put it on the the list is a problem. Now, any drug is going to help somebody with certain ailments and illnesses. So to all of a sudden think marijuana is unique as a way to deal with people's issues is, um, you know, the same kind of false logic we'd make with other drugs. And and to, to think that there, there are no side effects with any drug. I mean, you think right. taking an antidepressant pill uh, once a day helps you feel feel better. Taking 10 a, a day certainly can't uh, be right. any worse. Uh, marijuana, of course, is no different than, than Zoloft in yes. its own way. And there are, you know, prescribed FDA-approved sure. for some illnesses that have cannabis or vari- variations of the Delta. But yeah. it has a lot of uh, negative side effects and negative harms. The hazards are accelerated modern times compared to back in the day because of the high-potency THC that now is available. Um, it's Even the street level is about three to five times more potent than what it was in the 60s and 70s, and more young people are using it that that's a big concern. In fact, the science behind its use among young people is very strong about its deleterious effect on the developing brain and other adolescent health outcomes. So, uh, Mindy Greiling, former state representative, I'm assuming you still have some contact with the DFL. I mean, th- this was a political decision uh, designed by the, the party currently in power to garner them votes and to get rid of those legal marijuana parties that have been soaking votes away from the DFL. Uh, this 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 vote, I mean, in so many ways was completely, dare I say again, half-baked, uh, short of a full bowl, uh, reasoning-wise here. Uh, th- th- this is... What could, we'll talk about what we can do about this, but I mean the fact that this legislation on such a fairly important topic—I mean, dealing with the mental health of an entire generation of people—wafted through with less uh, with, with 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 less discussion than bonding parking meters in Marshall. I mean, I, I mean, what do we? What do you have to say about the way that this got jammed through this past session, Mindy Greiling? 
Well, they say, I've heard them say many times that it had been heard and they just hadn't been able to pass it. So they had more discussion than some give them credit for. But I have to say, there must have been huge pressure on the holdouts to vote for this bill. Because something like this, you would think, wouldn't be a total total party line vote. I was actually shocked at how many Republicans voted for it. There wasn't a party line vote, uh, but for all the Democrats to vote for it, including some doctors, was quite amazing to me. I think um, the pressure in the caucus must have been intense. And like you said, those third party candidates that are wanting to legalize marijuana, I think had a huge impact um, on rising this issue to the top yeah. that that it did. Yeah. Tony Soprano didn't have a whip like Melissa Hortman has in the legislature this time around. I, I, I don't expect you to respond to that, but uh, let's uh, we'll, we'll come back to that in a moment. Let's talk about uh, responses and uh, ways forward from this as we come back from a break. If you have questions or comments uh, from Mindy Greiling or uh, Ken Winters, Give us a call at 651-289-4488. Unlike the MinPost, Minnesota Public Radio, and the Star Tribune, we would love to have your dissenting opinion or agreeing opinion. Either way, give us a call. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, We're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you concerned about cracks in your basement or garage walls? Standard Water Control is here to help repair, waterproof, and stabilize your foundation. They use state-of-the-art techniques and products to ensure basement walls stay put. Their crews are experienced and professional. With a 4.9 Google rating, you know you can trust Standard Water for all your basement foundation repairs. Visit standardwater.com to learn more about foundation repair and waterproofing. That's standardwater.com. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Tuning into your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show? These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit DependOnAM.com to help keep AM radio in vehicles for the next generation. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, what's better than our Stand With Israel tour? Doing it for free. Uh, go to am12athepatriot.com. Our winner will join Dennis Prigger, Mike Gallagher, 
on a 10-day trip through the most iconic, significant sites in the Holy Land on the Stand with Israel tour. You can get historical insights, a greater understanding of Israel's political and religious significance. You get to walk where Jesus walked, or David Ben-Gurion, if you prefer. Either way, it's at AM12A The Page. You can register every single day at AM12A The Page.com. The font of all blessings, in this world at least. 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Representative Mindy Greiling and uh, Professor Ken Winters, Dr. Ken Winters, uh, fill in your honorific here uh, as we go here. We, we spoke early on about the effects that marijuana has on the adolescent brain uh, and how those facts are underreported uh, in so much of our society. In fact, uh, before you came in, uh, Mr. Winters, we talked a little bit about the, the glowing references that cannabis has in popular culture. I mean, hip-hop culture is heavily weed-friendly. Uh, Dave Matthews, Willie Nelson, uh, Joe Rogan. Celebrity after celebrity is very much on the Chiba bandwagon here. It's, it's a hard current to swim against in the society. It's getting normalized. And it really is more normalized than generations past. Uh, it really is, and, and I will say I'm a, I'm a early Gen Xer who had uh, my next joint will be my first uh, because <laughs> marijuana makes you acutely sensitive. And my God, is there a worse sentence to give someone in this world? What we need is a version of cocaine that doesn't addict you or melt down your sinuses and get you in trouble with the law or destroy your heart. But no, medical science is never going to give us that. Are they? anyway, I'm digressing just a tad here, uh, but let's talk about what we about the change we want to see here, uh, Representative Greiling. Uh, the, the the marijuana law clearly has room for improvement. Um, uh, Mr. Winter, we were talking during the break about uh, all the, the things that need to be improved. Representative Grinling, what is it that we want to see changed and how do we see ourselves getting there? There has to be massive education. I know schools got a small tidbit of money to do some education, but there has to be huge amounts of education akin to the massive amounts of money that was put into education about tobacco smoking effects. Or vaping for crying out loud. (laughs) Those are just not things that people realize what can happen. And our family and many others are aware of it, but there's so many unsuspecting families that don't realize what they're going to, what road they're going down with their kids getting things like schizophrenia that come from beginning psychosis, that psychosis and THC are linked. I mean, I think it's fair to say uh, that, uh, that, that that in the adolescent brain, chemical stimuli do a good job of unlocking whatever problems may be lurking beneath the surface. Well, I, it, I, it's a case of one step forward, but two really negative steps back. So you can get yeah. acute relief you yeah. know, for anxiety, depression, disordered thinking, but you're not solving any problem. It's yeah. temporary, and you're just accelerating, exacerbating then a future problem. The, the rate of depression, suicidality, and anxiety disorders is also increasing among teens that use versus those that don't. It's even showing up in states that legalize versus those that don't. So one recent study, I'll just give you one, yeah. looked at suicidality. Now, suicide at, at the serious level is rare, but you get a doubling of the cases in states that have legalized cannabis versus those that haven't. So Minnesota's, you know, going to be facing some health issues. These things got basically swept under the rug. It, it, it's by the way, have they found this correlation is separate from the rise in mental illness that has come from a response to COVID? I mean, they they seem to be kind oh, of going well, on that's together. That's a good point. Here. They controlled for that in the study because they, they had plenty of states that before and after they legalized before the COVID phenomenon, and COVID did you know aggravate all of this as well. See, I was a biology major for a go. semester. Well, <laughs> half a semester before I figured English was my bag. So, so uh, let's talk about where we want to go forward. We got about th- uh, three minutes remaining here, uh, Mr. Wheeler. What do you think we need to do, and how do we get there? So, a lot of fixes. There's a big list that's quite possible, and a big one is allowing local communities to opt out, getting more serious with the warning labels, and gotta increase education. Not just that the the high school and the middle school level, but parents got to get educated because they're going to be very important for any prevention efforts. Uh, Representative Greiling, you, you spent 20 years in the state legislature. How do you see, get, knowing the DFL that we have today in charge for at least another year, uh, how do you see these fixes moving forward? I mean, the, the, the problem was political. The fix is going to have to be political. So how do we go about this? I think it's a teachable moment because those 
part, those third-party candidates didn't make it through the hoop the last time. Right. Now I think the legislators will be more open to making these fixes. There's got to be a lot of legislators feeling guilty about some of these uh, terrible things that happened to some people like my son. And they may want to, they may be more open now to fixing them. See, I have questions about that because about a year, two years back, I was involved in a move to try and bring some rationality to the opioid laws in this state. And I found that people who are on both sides, by the way, Republican and Democrat, uh, are very stingy about spending political capital on last year's issue. Do you think, as someone who has spent some political capital in your time, do you see that possible uh, in the environment we have today where everything is so close to the, the bone right now politically? I think you make a good point, but I think it's possible. I think that the guilt of people who did have doubts but didn't get to express them may come through. Uh, Ken Wheeler. Uh, winter. It's okay. Uh, I've already talked to several senators and representatives that we're, we're on our side of trying to block the bill, but they realize there's got to be fixes, and they believe there's plenty of momentum for this. So we'll see. We're optimistic, fingers crossed. But there's a lot of science and, and lessons learned from other states that can be used to be more rational about all this. Do you think the current legislature is a fertile field at large beyond the people you've talked with for, for pushing this issue? I'm optimistic. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. So I'm going to look forward to seeing some of that bear fruit. Uh, Ken Winters is glass half full. Uh, Mindy Greiling, where's the glass with you? I am definitely a glass half full or maybe even a little bit more full than half. You see, I'm an English major who works in engineering. All that means is you've got twice as much glass as you need. Nonetheless, okay, what can people, let's sit with the remaining uh, 20 seconds here. What can people do to help with this issue, Mindy Greiling? Call their legislators. Tell their stories. Absolutely. Uh, give your legislators a call, and uh, you should know how to find them. If you, I mean, most of this audience will know how to find them, hopefully. This is an issue that should cut, uh, cut across party lines here, and certainly if you're looking to dilute DFL votes, that ship has left the station for another couple of sessions here. So uh, this, uh, we're, this problem does need to be solved politically. Anyway, uh, Ken Winters uh, and uh, Mindy Greiling, Representative Mindy Greiling, thank you both for joining us today. Uh, today. And by all means, stay in touch on this issue anyway. We can uh, further their word on this one i'd be more than happy to thank you for joining thank us thank you appreciate no, the good great discussion likewise appreciate northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot go nowhere we'll be right back hey there this is tim from the kingdom builders autumn and all the falling leaves are currently behind us so clog gutters and downspouts may not be currently on your mind but fall will be here before we know it, so now is the time to plan ahead. At the Kingdom Builders, we have always tried to bring you the best gutter cover for your particular situation. Now, we all know there's a lot of gutter covers available out there. Some of them are just junk. Some are way overpriced. The good news is that over the winter, our gutter crews have researched and tested a wide range of gutter covers, so we now offer even more options for you. If you want to be done with clogged gutters and downspouts and don't want to be up on the ladder continuously when the leaves are falling, contact us and we can show you the best and affordable options to keep leaves and debris out of your gutters and downspouts. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or contact us at thekingdombuilders.com and we'll set up a time to stop by. As we always say, we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers and gutter installers. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, is the first step for women facing unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. The majority of women they serve are seeking or considering abortion, but through their free services, including an ultrasound and parenting program, women are empowered to choose life for their babies. Last year, 279 moms gave life to their babies thanks to support they received from Robbinsdale Women's Center. That's 279 children born, enough to fill nearly six school buses. You can make a huge difference in these women's lives by giving to RWC. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs your help so more women can have the opportunity and support to choose life. For more information on RWC's life-affirming work or to donate, go to rwcinfo.org. rwcinfo.org. Robbinsdale Women's Center. Saving lives. Changing lives since 1992. Make a difference today at rwcinfo.org. That's rwcinfo.org. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. 
My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. AM 12. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.